Today's video is all about how to get the most value from what you're spending. I'll go into what I spend, some examples, the categories I spend them on, and why, because I think these are the most valuable areas in which to spend your money. Guys, this video is extremely helpful. I highly recommend it, because if you can get this area dialed down, you can get the most value from your spending, which means you don't need to spend anywhere near as much as you're currently spending. You can reduce your spending, increase how much you're saving, put that money towards your investments, and you can massively speed up your journey towards financial freedom. You can massively increase the amount of fulfillment, enjoyment you're getting from the money that you are spending, so you're having a much more happier, fruitful life, while getting to some stronger form of financial freedom more quickly. So this is one of the most important areas when it comes to your finances. So guys, if you wanna learn more about this really important area, keep watching. All right, let's jump into it. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Yes, we're going through this really important subject of how to get the most value from what you're spending. Before I go into that, I wanna do a bit of an intro, okay? And that is, before you get on to what you spend, you need to get a few uh, things in place first. I've covered this on other videos, but just as a segue, okay? Firstly, you wanna work out how much you earn, how much you're getting in regularly each month, each week, if it is volatile, get to what is the average, say, per month, okay? And work off that. When you know that, you then need to decide on two numbers. Of that amount, how much are you saving and how much are you spending? And these two numbers, guys, this is very important, need to add up to how much you're earning, all right? If those don't add up, then you get into problems. If it's higher, then you start to get into debt, and that's a whole nother topic. But assuming you those do add up, what is the split? How much are you deciding to save and spend, okay? That's covered off in budgets, spending plan videos, and so on, but really do need to get clear on that, guys. If you don't, go and do that first before you start deciding how you spend your money, okay? You can keep that really, really, really simple. You can just keep it to those numbers, right? So if you're earning £2,000 a month into your bank account every month, right, it might be £1,000 spending, £1,000 saving, or it might be 1500 spend, 500 save. Whatever it is, guys, commit to those numbers, all right, and be consistent with it, all right? Whatever you do, make sure you follow it. At most easy way to do it is whatever you're committing to as your spending number right move that into a separate account use that as the account that you use to spend money on right so you cannot you cannot physically go above that without having to go in and mess around with all your other accounts to put more money into it right and that will help you take stock before you do that all right once you've got that set up you know how much money you're spending let's use my example again 1500 pounds a month right that is how much you can spend you take away all of the stuff that is necessity, the things that are automatic, rent, 
bills, all of that stuff. Keep that in a separate account. Keep that coming out automatically. So then from that 1500, you might say have 700. That is discretionary spend, things that you have control over. Food, experiences, holidays, all of that stuff, separate account, right? So then, then you have full control. You know how much money you have each month to, for discretionary spend, stuff that you can control, that you can go do whatever you want with, right? You could go blow it at a casino, you could blow it on a three-star Michelin restaurant, you could spend it on going on holiday, whatever you want, you, you have that control and you have control over the full amount. You know how much money you have to do that with. Okay, now the next thing to appreciate then is once you've got that amount that you know, let's say 700 a month, you need to take into account less frequent spending. This one gets so many of my clients, okay? They get into the routine, they're following it 700 a month, they're staying just under, it's all going great. Then all of a sudden they realize, oh, I've got that holiday that I committed to in three months, I need to book the flights, I need to book the accommodation. Oh, it's my mum's birthday and I need to spend, say, £100 getting her a nice present because obviously I want to show that I love her. And then they're thinking, well, I, that, I don't have enough money this month. What do I do? Well, it's really important, so I'm going to spend it anyway and go over and the next month I'll spend less, but then they never do and the whole thing falls apart. Guys, two ways to deal with that. One, have a separate fund for long-term saving spending, like holidays, like big expenses like for your health, for uh, commitments to family members and so on, keep that separate and then use that. Or consistently underspend on your monthly uh, spending plan so that you have money left over that can build up for these less frequent events, all right? Then lastly, when you've got all that dialed down, right? When you've got that spending plan, you're clear how much you're earning, how much you're spending, how much you're saving right and then making sure you stay on track with that consistently the last thing after all that is how do we get the most value from that figure so if it's 700 a month how do we get the most value the most enjoyment the most fulfillment the most fun right all of those things that are important to us how do we get the maximum from it and guys a lot of the things you're getting enjoyment from fulfillment from value from costs nothing costs very very little think about some of the things that have given you the most enjoyment from life and I would guess many of those have cost very little to nothing think about those instances where you have spent money and you really nut down to what actually gave you the fun the enjoyment the fulfillment and it wasn't the spending of the money it was something within that experience that wasn't costing you the money so you may pay 50 pounds to go to the theater but really it's that time spent with that person it's the conversations before or afterwards now this isn't me saying you don't spend any money just spend all your time sitting around with your friends and your family right that's not what i'm saying but i think it's really important to be clear that spending money and getting value and enjoyment are not directly proportional. It doesn't mean the more money you spend, the more value you get. It just doesn't work like that. Some things cost a lot of money and give you a lot of value. 
Some things you spend very little on give you very little value, but not always. Often it's the other way around, okay guys? So focus more from how do I get the most value, the most enjoyment, the most fulfillment from my life rather than how do I spend the most money or how do I spend the most things from the money I have, right? And I know this sounds really simple and obvious when I say it, but you would be surprised how many people out there aren't thinking like this because we just get into a default. We're feeling low, we're feeling like we've got a bad day, we want cheering up. We want an easy way to do that. And for a lot of people, an easy way to do that is just to spend money. Because we know if we spend money on something we like, we're gonna feel better. And when we feel better, that helps to deal with the fact that we're not feeling great at that moment. And yes, that is true, but if spending money in that moment gives us, I don't know, an increase of one of feeling better, we could go and do something else that might be cheaper or free that gives us a feel good of 10. Am I making sense? All right, I will stop going on that point, but it really, really is important to get that before we move on to the other stuff. All right, so putting that to one side, there are five key areas that I think you really wanna be spending the most of your money. In fact, the vast majority of money you wanna be spending in these areas, all right? These are areas that I spend probably 90, 95% of my money in, right? Very little goes out of these areas. When I was reviewing what I was spending on over the last few months in preparation for this video, I don't think I could find really anything that was that's falling out of these areas right guys so i'd encourage you uh either now pause the video or after the video go and do the same thing review your finances and start to think why did i spend my money on that what are the areas that i do spend my money on and is that best use of my money could i be investing in other areas uh when it comes to spending my money so number one health guys if you haven't got your health you haven't got a life Health is the backbone, it's the foundation to a great life, a meaningful life, a fulfilling life. And three years ago, I got into a really bad health condition, right? Uh, it was a genetic disorder. And uh, as a result of that, as a result of a specific flare-up around that, I got very unwell. And I realized firsthand how important good quality health is. And without it, Everything else, that, everything else that is important in your life stops to not be important because that health becomes your priority and focus to get that dialed. So I had a very visceral experience to help me realize that is number one. And a lot of people I know have had similar experiences. I'm saying to you guys, uh, if you've not, then I don't want you to get into that situation where you have to get to that point to realize that health is important. Guys, if you're spending your money in any area, one of those areas has got to be health. So some of the examples that I spend my money in this area are supplements, right? I'm always thinking about what things that I can be taking regularly to help improve the function of my body, improve the state of my body and how I'm feeling, right? Because if I'm feeling better and I'm feeling stronger, I can get more out of my body. I can feel better in whatever I'm doing. You know, when I'm having a bad day, then doesn't matter what I'm doing, everything kind of feels a bit rubbish. If I'm having a great day, then everything I'm doing just feels times 10. And I 
presume, you know, for a lot of you guys watching, it's very similar. Food. When I was younger, I used to spend very little money on food. I would just get the basics, right? I would cut corners there. But when you come to realize the impact that has on your health, and if you start to buy high quality foods and you feel better, you feel better, you feel differently, especially as you get older like me, you know, getting to that age, when that becomes even more important, you know, when it comes to health, prevention is 10 times better than resolving things when you've already got stuff, right? So food, you know, getting good quality food, healthy food, specialists. If, if I'm concerned about something, something's not quite right, I've got questions, concerns, before it becomes a big monster, a big thing to deal with, I go see people, people I trust, respect, those within my network, or those not in my network, I go out, I see them, I, I go um, get self-referrals, self, um, I self-pay for specific specialists in those areas so I can understand exactly what's going on and triangulate the best way forward off the back of that. Tests, you know, take regular tests on how my body's doing so that off the back of that, I can understand whether I need to course correct, take different supplements, take uh, different foods, right? Maybe slow down, speed up, maybe exercise more or less. Gym, right? A regular form of exercise. It, you know, it, it doesn't need to be going to a gym, right? It can be whatever you want, but as long as you're getting a form of exercise, and if you need to spend money to help facilitate that and get a form of exercise that you enjoy and you're more likely to stick to, awesome, way better than, you know, just going for a run because that's cheap and free, right? You know, if spending a bit of money means you're more likely to exercise more regularly and get your body moving they definitely do that right if it takes spending money on a dance class right or some form of martial arts that you've liked the, the, the idea of and because of that you're going to stick to consistently then that is definitely good use of money and other little things right just small things anything where i know that if i buy it it's going to help improve my health even in a small way you know like sleeping masks like taking earplugs so I can get a much better, more restful sleep, getting a better quality fan in my room so I know that the, the airflow is going to be cooler in my room, getting a better quality bed so I sleep better and I sleep more comfortably. Just little things, right? When it comes to products that I use on my body, like moisturizers, like shampoo. Yes, that's how I look so young. Um, you know, use good quality products because... You know, every time you use these crap cheap products, right, that's damaging your skin, it's damaging your body, right? Spend that little bit more if you can afford it, if it's within your budget, right? Then you are going to improve your health, improve your well-being and have a much more prosperous life. And then just other things like green powder, you know, get that into your shake in the morning. Uh, I use this amazing aura ring. I mentioned it in future videos in previous videos, uh, this is a really great way of in real time accurately understanding how well I'm sleeping, my activity level, so I can know whether to exercise more or push my body more one day or less, right? Okay, health, first category. Second category, before we go on to that, guys, if you're enjoying this video or some of my other videos, please do like, 
subscribe it to check out my weekly videos going forward. I promise to give you high quality content each week. Uh, if there's any other topics or questions coming off this video or others, please let me know in the comment section below. Direct message me and I will make sure to give you content going forward on those specific areas. Anyone else that you think would benefit from this video or others, please do share it. Second topic, personal development. I am a massive fan of this area. I'm very passionate when it comes to personal development. That's why I'm doing these videos. It's why I'm getting this content out to you because I'm such a strong advocate. I think this is an area that everybody should be passionate about, not necessarily to the degree I'm doing it, right? Because that is you know, one area that I, I, I focus on in priority. But if you wanna get the most from your life, then you wanna be understanding what is important in your life. Where do you wanna be going? What is it that fulfills you? What is your vision for this life? What is your purpose for this life? Because when you understand that, then you know what you need to do to be able to achieve that. And by, by going on that road of achieving what is important for you, by getting what is important to you, that is how you get the most from your life. That's how you feel the most enjoyment and fulfillment because you really are tapping in to what is meaningful for you, right? But you need to understand that to be able to do it. So personal development is that journey of understanding what that is, understanding how to get it, and more effectively. So areas that I tend to spend my money in this area is one, Audible. I love Audible. I hate reading. I'm dyslexic. Don't tend to say that much, but I don't like reading. I can read, but it's not an efficient way for me to do it. So I like to listen to books because when I'm listening to them, I can engage more effectively. I can listen to them quickly, more quickly. I can listen to them while I'm doing other things, like when I'm showering, when I'm off cycling to somewhere, right? It's a very efficient way of using my time. And I can really get in some really important information and I can learn on the way. I get so many books that way. Audible, very cheap, very effective way of doing that. I get a yearly subscription, I think I get you know, 12 books, 24 books, you know, 12 books for 80 pounds, uh, 24 books are like 120 pounds, you know, it's very, very cheap, costs a bit of money. Think of the amount of value, think of the amount of education you're getting from those books, huge, you know. Some people are spending their, dedicating their lives, you know, 10 years of their lives to produce that one book, you know, and you're paying what, five pounds, eight pounds for that, for that book, an absolutely, uh, an absolute bargain when it comes to spending your money. Secondly, workshops. I've been on free workshops. I've been on workshops that cost thousands of pounds. I think it's an extremely important way to, to learn because it's experiential, it's intensive. I think one of the most effective ways to learn something, to really take something on and, and be able to internalize it and then apply it is go through a period of intense learning where there's nothing else going on, right? All your mind is thinking about is that particular area. Because by doing that, the whole brain switches to absorbing that particular topic. Once it's then absorbed it, okay, and, and comprehended it and, and taken it on, then going forward, it's about 
consistent, repetitive learning and applying of that, right? To make sure it stays in there and that you're converting it from knowledge to then application. So the best way to do that is one, go to specific workshops on areas that are important to you. Then once you've done that, get into some kind of regular practice, whether it's through a coach, whether it's through a sort of a buddy, uh, or whether it's getting into some kind of habit where you're doing it yourself. That's so areas where I spend a lot of money when it comes to personal development are workshops to get that particular topic into my mind. And then I get a coach or other forms of, of mediums where I'm spending money to make sure I'm taking that information and applying it regularly so that it turns into something that I'm using. Massive, massive value from that, guys. You know, I've seen huge changes, complete transformations in how I think and how I show up in life from, from doing stuff like that. All right, so personal development, second area. Third area is time, right? So first, health, get that most important foundation for getting the most from our life. Second, really understanding what is important to our life and then being able to know how to get it. That third area is recognizing that the most valuable resource in life is not money, <laughs> it is time. There is infinite amounts of money, right? If you really need more money, you can go get it. If you really need more time or want more time, you can't just go get it. We have a finite period of time on this planet. Now, yes, you could argue you could get more time by living longer, living healthier. Yeah, that's why health is number one on the list, right? Um, but outside of that, okay, knowing that you've got that fixed amount of time, how do you get the most from that time? Well, one of the most effective ways <clears throat> is to make sure that of that time, you're spending the least amount of time doing stuff that you don't necessarily enjoy, or you enjoy less than other things. So with that time, you're getting the most from it, the most enjoyment, the most value from that time. So things that I really focus on, and I will spend a lot of money doing, are say a PA, personal assistant, getting people to help me do the things that I don't enjoy, or I don't like to spend time on so I can focus on the things that are important to me, right? A really effective way of doing this is understanding how much your time is worth. So a crude way to do that is look at how you're earning your money now. Now you might think, oh, young yeah, exchanging time for money and often we're not, we're exchanging value for money, but putting that to one side, understand how long it takes you to make the money you make. Then think, well, if I can get somebody to do something that I need to do for less than how much it costs me, how much I'm making each hour, then it is worth outsourcing that and passing it on to somebody else. So for example, if you earn 20 pounds an hour, okay, as an example, but you can go and get somebody to say, clean your house for 10 pounds an hour, right? then why wouldn't you do that? Now, I know this is a controversial topic for some people, but just think about it. Guys, if you enjoy cleaning your house, if you love cleaning your house, carry on cleaning your house. Go for it. <laughs> Spend all day cleaning your house. But if you don't, 
and you earn 20 pounds an hour and it costs getting somebody else to do it for 10 pounds an hour why are you not doing that just think about it why are you not doing that it just doesn't make any sense because you can free up more of your time to go out and make more money to spend your time doing other things you can get more value from it all right so just think about that all right i'm not saying you need to go do it but just think about that it's a really really good example because i know a lot of people find getting others to clean the house as controversial you're helping that other person that other person genuinely wants to come and clean your house for 10 pounds an hour that's because for that person given where they are at that particular moment that makes sense to them okay doing that trade makes sense to them right as long as you do it in a respectful way that is a great exchange for time and money okay another great example is getting handymen in handy people in if you want to be politically correct because look you know when when i buy something and i want to get it set up right i could either build that myself or i could get somebody else to do it i actually enjoy building stuff but to be honest there's a lot of other things i enjoy more okay so if i was completely abundant at time i would do that but i'm not time is very scarce for me so i get somebody else in to do it because to get somebody in to do it is cheaper than me losing that time where I could be making money elsewhere or getting value elsewhere. Other examples, all right, would be things or areas that are important to me that by doing it means that I spend less time doing it. So for example, taxis, all right. Now, taxis can be expensive and some people, you know, it's, it's, it's not good use of their money because of how restricted their money is but again it all comes to the person some people have so much money that getting taxes everywhere is no big deal it, you know they'll simply still have money to to do what they want to do for others you know they're really on a shoestring and every pound counts so it's all relative to each person but the, i'm just kind of giving you examples for me so that you can use that to help understand examples from your situation right so for me, in many situations, being able to go from A to B in a way where I can, for example, get some work done, okay, it makes sense for me to get a taxi. Because if I know um, I can control how long it's gonna take me, I can have a quiet period, say, of half an hour where I can get some work done, then, for me to spend that money getting a taxi makes more sense than having to kind of walk to a bus or a tube you know have to be constantly kind of stopping and starting and then not being able to make use of the time that it takes me to get from a to b all right like sometimes when i've done that i feel like that was a no-brainer right well for example when something's really important to me and i need to be able to turn up relaxed calm you know uh, then it makes sense to get a taxi. Another example, actually, in the other way, I purposely, most of the time, I cycle to where I want to get to because by doing that, I'm improving my health, improving my well-being because I enjoy cycling, I'm seeing the area, and often it actually is quicker than getting public transport. So it's not just always about spending money to do something, it's just about thinking, I've got multiple options in which to do something. What is the most effective choice when it comes to value 
not just for the specific thing I'm doing, but the other implications of doing that particular choice. Yeah? It's not always the cheapest to make sense, right? Sometimes it's the most expensive, sometimes it's the cheapest, and sometimes it's the middle one, right? All right, what other examples have we got here? Amazon, massive fan of Amazon, right? For two reasons. One, going out to shops to buy stuff, at least for me, is a waste of time, all right? The whole process is very time consuming. You, you know, you've got to think about all the travel to get there, the cost of that travel, the time looking around everything, stuff might not be in stock because it's, it's probably more limited than what's online. It's just really inefficient. And it's often more expensive because they're having to factor in housing those um, goods in the shop. Buying online means that I can go on whenever I want, whenever I've got exact timing. I don't need to travel there. I can buy it specifically. I've got the full range of what's on offer. And then that's it, it's done. And then it comes and it's delivered straight to my house. I think it's so valuable. I've even upgraded that and pretty much all of what I buy, if I can, I buy through Amazon. Not because I have shares in Amazon, but because I've got Prime and it just means when I buy something, I know it's gonna come quickly often that day and I know for the vast majority of things it's going to be the cheapest place to get it or one of the cheapest places to get it I used to before go on Amazon and then check everywhere else online and make sure I was buying from the cheapest possible place but then I got to a point where I realized actually that is not effective use of my time because by doing that, I'm spending all that time finding that place, then I'm buying off some random website where I've got to sign up, register, unsubscribe from the newsletters. There's a risk it doesn't come because it's some dodgy website. Um, sometimes it takes way longer to come because they use some random delivery provider. It's just inefficient. If I just buy on Amazon, I know the process. And I know the process if it doesn't come, which is very rare, right? That is why Think about it. That is why Amazon is one of the best companies, not best, I shouldn't use that, that's subjective. One of the most valuable companies out there. When it comes to value, think about it. As a result of COVID, more recently, uh, Amazon has become, I believe, the most valuable, or one of the most valuable businesses, the most, uh, yeah, the, market capitalization so the the value of the business is one of the highest if not the highest business at the moment because not only is it providing such value to people but even more so given what's currently going on so i can't recommend more highly that approach last one i'll cover off is ready-made food right now it's really important to get healthy good quality food but also you know if you're going through periods of time when you're very time restricted spending half an hour at every well three times a day preparing food i think is inefficient so if you can get ways where you can get food ready made but it's still healthy this is important right still healthy not these cheap kind of microbial meals you get for like 50p or a pound healthy food that is ready made or or partly ready made or already prepared then that is so much more effective in my time and that is why i do it a lot Okay, area four, productivity. <clears throat> so it's similar to time, but it's different. Productivity is about with the, the, the time we do spend, 
okay, or the activities that we do need to do, we're getting the most from it, we're the most effective use of our time, the most efficient use of our time. And this is probably the area where I've got the biggest, the most expensive items in my life. I'm, you know, I'm actually quite frugal, in fact, very frugal. I, I'm not a big fan of spending loads of money on, on, on things in my life, right? I just don't think it's necessary. And actually, if you get, if you get money set up well in your life, and you're doing the right things, you will realize you don't need to spend a lot of money on things. I think the people that tend to do that are those that are in a kind of, don't have an effective relationship with money and aren't getting the most from their money. And as a result, are resorting to a very inefficient way of getting more from their money by, by just basically spending more. Okay, so think about it. If you don't know how to spend your money, right? But you need a lot of value. The very easy way to do that is just to go and spend a lot of money. Because you know, roughly speaking, if you just spend a lot of money, you're gonna get more value, right? That's the kind of easy way out. If you really think about it and you know how to get more value, more enjoyment from your money, then you can reduce how much you're spending and get that same enjoyment. Okay. So productivity, key areas, probably the most expensive things that I own are my iPhone, my MacBook, and my Bose headphones, okay? Think about it, the top three things I own are productivity related, an iPhone. I get the newest iPhone every year, not because I wanna keep up with the Joneses, not because I wanna look cool having my, you know, the iPhone with the three uh, three circles in the back, making it look like I'm a baller. It's really, really not to do with that. It's simply because if I've got the newest iPhone, it just works. It's not slow, it's not juddery, the battery lasts, it just works and I don't have to worry about it. I spend a lot of time on my phone every day. Again, not because I'm stuck on social media, but because there's a lot of things I'm constantly managing, right? In my life, in the various businesses that I own and Having somewhere where I can go to very easily, effectively, and I know how it works, to be able to go and do whatever I need to do is so valuable in my life. It brings so much more productivity in my life. So that is why I do that. It brings me a hundred times more value than the money I spent on it. Secondly, my MacBook, for the same reason, right? I can go on it, it works, I turn it on, it just works. Whenever I need to do it, I can do it fast, straight away in an effective way. As soon as I feel my laptop is not allowing me to do that, I will go out and I will buy a newer laptop so I can be able to do that, all right? Many years ago, I switched off from, from Windows computers, Microsoft computers, and moved to a MacBook. The main reason was, it was at the sixth time of having to reset the laptop, start again, because the whole thing was shutting down, it was all slow, and it was all having to keep refreshing for updates. I was sick of it. I was just like, no more, I'm getting a MacBook. Now, guys, many of you watch this video, you know, might be anti-MacBook, might, might, might be anti-Apple, might love Microsoft or Google phones or Android phones or whatever, right? This isn't me saying you need to go out and buy Apple products, and if you don't, you're not gonna have a productive life. Guys, this is you specific. If for you, getting a Google phone 
gets you the most productivity from your life, the most effectiveness from, from the time you're spending, then for you, it's getting a Google phone. It's not getting an iPhone, right? It's, but it's knowing really, truly, what is the most effective way for you to get the most from your life, the most from the time you're spending? What are those most important products that allow you to do it? For my life, it's these products. For you, it might be different things, okay? Thirdly, Bose headphones. I've got these amazing headphones. I literally cannot recommend them more highly enough. They are wireless, so I don't have to mess about with um, cables and stuff. They just sit around my neck they're noise cancelling, so wherever I am, you know, if I'm just chilling in a coffee shop, an airport, travelling somewhere, and I need to tune in, I need to do some work, or I need to listen to something that is helping me learn, right, I can do that, and I can do that completely undistracted, right, because they're not wireless, they're wireless, I can just keep them on me all day, every day, so that when I need them, they're there, right, very, very valuable. Not only that, but because they're good quality, they're Bose, the sound quality means they are enjoyable to use rather than, you know, a struggle. So if that sounds interesting to you, go check those out. I'll give you the link in the show notes. <clears throat> but, you know, for you, if it's some other form of headphones or something else, go get those. But for me, I know they're important. There was a time when I left them at a hotel and somebody stole them. I know, sad. What's the world coming to? But, you know, they were so important because I knew they were so important to me. That same day I came home, I just bought another pair. I didn't even think about it because I knew just getting out of the pair, getting them back in my life was more important than wasting time having to faff about um, with not having them or trying to get a new pair, all right? So, you know, just think about it, right? I don't spend money on a lot of these things that people spend, you know, I would say waste a lot of money on. But knowing those areas that are important to me and knowing when to spend them, I think is really the key to get the most value from, from what you spend. All right, fifth and final area, emotional well-being. Now this is where all the kind of fun stuff comes. So guys, don't worry, I'm not a robot. I'm not saying you should just spend your money on being efficient and productive and knowing what you want from your life and going and getting it and be healthy and don't do anything that is at all fun. Guys, I'm not saying that. <laughs> so hopefully you're not getting that message. Emotional well-being is just as important. And be, be mindful that I'm saying emotional well-being. I'm not saying fun, right? Emotional well-being is anything that makes you feel better, right? Brings you that... I don't know, improvement in how you feel, like your brings you peace or relaxation or joy or love in your life, any of those things. This is probably the area as well, when I go back to what I said at the beginning, a lot of those things that give you high emotional well-being or joy and so on, don't cost you any money or cost you very little. You just need to spend the money to help support or facilitate that. So it's probably three main areas in which I spend money in this area. One, home decor. Now that's because, you know, again, when I was younger, I, like, I just didn't care about home because it was, it was just pointless. It was like, well, it's not really adding anything to my life. I spend money on doing this stuff. But then I realised when I went to other people's homes and it was beautiful, I thought, geez, when I'm in this home, I just feel better. 
right? Everything just feels easier and more relaxed. And so I started it in my own home and saw the difference as well, right? So it's so nice when you've come back from a very long day to come back and just feel at ease in your own home. So spending money on nice cushions, plants, right? Uh, nice furniture, artwork, right? These little things really, really do help, right? Not in an obvious way, in a more subtle way. Other areas, fun, you know, experiences, things like that. I think always, not always, but most of the time, experiences bring people much more enjoyment than actual objects or things that you buy. And that's because even though objects kind of stick around forever and experience has been and done, you know, really, if you think what we are, or what our past is, it's just a series of memories. So if you can do an experience that brings that really beautiful memory that you can kind of sit with and go back to in your mind, right? That is just so powerful. You know, I think, you know, when I think back of all like the best things that have happened to me, I usually go to experiences, right? And it's probably the same for you. So, you know, nice food, going to specific events, traveling, that's the kind of thing that I love to spend money on. But it's not about just spending lots of money on those things. When it comes to nice food, for me, it's more experiential, going to eat food, like different types of food, different types of cuisine, traveling. You know, God, the best trips I've had in my life have been in poor countries where I've spent very little, sleeping in hostels, eating very, um, eating for very cheap, right? But it's just so rich in experiences. And then events, right? You know, not the big crazy events, but small events, different people. For me, that's what brings me a lot of joy. Uh, but for you, you know, it might be those more expensive types of events. That's fine. Just know that. And then maybe don't spend as much or don't, don't do that as often. And then lastly, family and friends. So think about the commitments that you have to those people, whether it's birthdays, Christmases and so on. You know, it sounds a bit basic, but recognizing those things that are important to, important to those relationships, right? is a really great way of strengthening those relationships, maintaining them, right? And there are commitments, financial commitments around that. So it's important to honor those, but, but also not overdo them in, a, in response to having, neglecting those relationships elsewhere, which I see a lot, okay? So probably the most effective way in which I spend money in this area is where I am able to achieve multiple things by doing something. So the probably the best way are where I do experiences. So festivals, holidays, events, and I do that with those that are important to me, family, friends. Because by doing that, I'm just getting so much joy, so much emotional well-being from the money I'm spending in those areas. And I tend to focus on the things that are quite cheap or cheap, um, not cheap, it's probably a bad use word, but low cost experiences to do that right because i can do more of them and they're just more prolific in my life <clears throat> and that kind of goes more generally right so there's those five key categories but if you can spend money on things that really you know you're struggling to know what category it's in you know it kind of could fit into three maybe four maybe even five of those categories then you know it's a really good purchase because it's hitting so many different boxes that are important Lastly, before we finish, is I'll cover that. 
you shouldn't need to spend a lot of money to feel good, all right? It's often the cheap things that facilitate getting enjoyment and fulfillment that makes most sense, okay? Those little things that don't really fit into those categories, you shouldn't really need to be spending, in fact, just a small amount of money. If you're finding yourself spending a lot of money in areas that aren't really bringing fulfillment and true enjoyment, then go back and think about what is missing in my life when it comes to money. What unhealthy beliefs do I have there that I need to resolve? Because that is probably why you're doing it. It's because there's something that's unresolved there that you need to process to get a more healthy relationship with money. So in summary, five key areas that I spend my money on, I would highly encourage you to spend your money on and in a very uh, in a very low cost way to get the most from it. Health, okay, giving yourself the best foundation for an enjoyable life. Two, personal development, understanding what is important to you and then knowing the most effective way of going to get that. Three, uh, time efficiency, so spending money to get more time back or not spend, spending time on things that you don't enjoy. Four, productivity, being more effective when it comes to doing the things that you need to be doing. So you're doing it in, in a quicker period of time or in a more enjoyable way. And then five, emotional well-being, spending money to get, uh, to improve your emotions, to improve your enjoyment, fun and so on. Activities with family, friends, experiences, improving your kind of home so that you feel better in how you show up in life uh, at home outside and kind of more generally guys i hope you've enjoyed this video as much as i've enjoyed making it please uh please do like it if you did subscribe to check out my future videos share it with others that you think would benefit and guys i'll see you next week bye bye